Hi, I'm Rob Jepson, and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth in the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders. I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. We feature leaders of teams that are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Scipio. The number one challenge every salesperson faces right now is how to have more conversations with more potential customers and land more appointments. And that's why you need to check out Scipio today. I've had too many sales leaders share with me how Scipio has transformed their ability to make contact with customers faster and easier than ever before. If you don't have texting as part of your modern sales process, you need to. Scipio has the best automated texting platform I've ever seen. Scipio's texting platform will help you build personalized relationships at scale in an authentic way your customers will appreciate. Salespeople using Scipio, they say big things happen. They're seeing a 5x improvement in landing appointments and a 40% lift in show rates. And that leads to more conversations, which we all know leads to more sales. And while the results speak for themselves, don't take my word for it. Head over to Scipio.com and use the code ROB, that's R-O-B, for a 30-day trial on the plan of your choice, courtesy of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Again, that's Scipio.com and use the code ROB to see just how good a modern messaging platform can be. Now, get ready for some serious insights from this week's sales leader who's making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high-growth sales leaders share high-growth practices and tactics. Today, I have a very different topic and a guest I couldn't be more excited to introduce, Celine Santini. She's the best-selling author of Kitsugi, Finding Strength and Imperfection. Celine has helped millions of people become stronger as a result of the imperfections and the moments of failure in their lives by sharing the Japanese art of Kitsugi and teaching them how to apply it in their lives. I found Celine's work to be extremely helpful to me and with some of the leaders that I coach. So I thought a conversation with Celine about how failure can make us stronger would be a really helpful topic for the sales leaders around the world who listen to this show. Because in sales, we all know that we have far more losses than we have wins. And each of us not only has to learn how to come back stronger ourselves, but we lead, rep, we lead reps who also need to learn how to come back stronger individually. And the art of Kintsugi is one that will help. That's why I'm so excited to have this conversation today. And while it will be a different conversation than any of the shows that we've ever done in our show's history, I'm pumped. And I hope you're going to find it to be one that helps you personally in your work as a sales leader, because that is exactly what Celine's work has done for me. Celine, welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Rob. I'm very excited to be there. Well, I'm excited to have you. You know, I'm a fan of your book. I've read it. Mm. I've had my whole family read it. Uh, I've applied many of the things. It's been a, a game changer and a life changer for me. And, mm. and I couldn't be more grateful to you coming all the way from France to, uh, to join us. Um, why don't you start by telling our listeners, um, maybe just, just at a high level, what tells the history of Kintsugi? We're going to get to know you. You mm. write about it. Mm. You teach people about it. What is Kintsugi? Let's just dive right in. What is it? Yeah, sure. Maybe I can tell you about the um, historical aspect of Kintsugi to start with. Beautiful. Um, um, because um, actually not everybody knows Kintsugi. Kintsugi is a Japanese art from the 15th century. 
And the legend says that um, it was invented when uh, this shogun, uh, a shogun is like a chief of army. So this shogun was, um, loved this Japanese uh, ceremony of tea, you know, every day he was drinking in his, in his favorite bowl, the tea. And one day he breaks his favorite bowl and he's so disappointed that he decides to send this bowl back to China to get it repaired. Um, you can imagine how long it takes to travel at, at these days. So it takes a few weeks to get his bowl back. And when he receives it, it's so disappointing because they actually repaired it with the staple um, method, which is imagine you have along the break, along, along the crack, you have just staples. And of course, it's not very uh, beautiful. It's very, you know, visible and quite uh, ugly. But also, it doesn't solve the problem at all because, of course, uh, there's still a leak. So this shogun uh, has, uh, is very furious. He asks he asks uh, the Japanese craftsmen to find a better solution. And these craftsmen are very like um, out of the box. They say to themselves, "Okay, this ball is broken." What can we do about that? Uh, we cannot find another ball because it's the shogun's favorite. What if we use the material we already know, which is the Japanese lacquer, which is gold, and uh, instead of trying to hide the repair, which we, which we cannot do anyway, right. what if we underline it? What if we display it? What if we uh, decide that the crack is actually part of the history of this ball. So they, they use this specific lacquer, which they cover with golden powder. And now you've got, imagine this ball um, covered with beautiful golden lines and all the cracks are sublimed. And so this ball is now obviously different, but it's especially unique, uh, you know, uh, because the cracks are unique. So this is... Um, uh, the, of course, the shogun was happy to, and it became like a Japanese art, very famous, very uh, seeked for. But obviously, it goes well beyond the, just the art. It's about also art therapy because uh, it can talk about ourselves, like um, this beautiful golden lines represents uh, what we have suffered and what we have overcome. Uh, it's like it's, it talks about us about resilience. Uh, yeah. If what did not kill you made you stronger, but also <laughs> more beautiful and more precious because it's gold we are talking about. Yeah, I love everything about it. So that story of the Japanese emperor getting his bowl back and being angry because it was stapled and that was ugly. And then they mm -hmm. figured out how to put together with that golden powder in there. So not only is it beautiful because. Mm but it's also more valuable because the gold exactly, but it also that repair actually made it stronger. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the tests is, can I drop it? And now it doesn't break. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, That's true because this lacquer has this property to, to get more solid when it dries. So it's about, uh, as you said, becoming, becoming more beautiful, more precious and stronger. And it's about, uh, of course we can apply this to our own lives. Uh, and especially in cells, because every, every you know, um, as you said in introduction, uh, it's a very difficult job and you have a lot of failure. But uh, Kinzigi is here to remind us that uh, failure can actually provide opportunities too. And, and thinking again, again, out of the box. So 
thank you for that introduction. It, it's great. I, I, I really appreciate that introduction. I think this idea that failure, and I love one of the things you said, let's not try and hide something that we can't mm-hmm. hide anyway. Exactly. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's let it help be part of who we are. I think mm-hmm. this is a brilliant thing. And, and listen, I, we're going to make it easy for people to find your book, get your book. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm someone that's read it multiple times and your work, your book is almost like a workbook. That's one of the things I like about it. It's designed mm, to true. stimulate thinking. Like I'm, I'm flipping through my copy of your book right now, as I talk to you and it's filled with my notes in your little mm. workbook that you've done here. Okay. Mm. And so I want to turn this into a conversation now for mm-hmm. sales leaders. What is the Kintsugi process? So, so yeah, the process yeah. of Kintsugi to art. Sure. It's the same process on what mm. it is to life. That's one of the things exactly. I love about it. it yeah, it's, it's not a, just a metaphor. Mm. It's an actual real, it actually translates directly, right? It's like a six-step process, actually. Um, because when the first time I met Kinjuki, I was thrilled with the final results. Like um, if, you, if you are just listening to this post- podcast and not seeing, uh, seeing it, you just type Kinjuki on the internet after just to watch what a Kinjuki ball is. Imagine these beautiful balls uh, with these gorgeous uh, golden lines. So uh, what I, when I met Kinjigi, I was thrilled and I, I said to myself, oh my God, this is so beautiful. It talks about me. It talks about my, my own life. I'm, I'm actually stronger for what happened to me. I'm actually, I, I have learned a lot from this. And then after what I did is I wanted to try the Kinjigi process myself. Uh, so I uh, bought the lacquer and the gold and I tried the, to learn how to do it. And then I realized something very interesting. It's that the final result is very uh, soothing. It's like uh, a therapy, as I said. But actually, each step in itself of the process is relevant because there are six steps, uh, one after the other, and each of them speak about us, about our deals, about how we can um, go beyond and, and repair ourselves. So I, ex- I, um, I actually uh, identified six steps. Do you want to go through the six of, of them? Maybe one yeah. by one? I, I think because- that that's a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's talk through the process mm-hmm. of, sure. because what I like about your process for our sales leaders, get your notepads ready, because um, you talk about from the very beginning, from the break, acknowledging mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. broke. Exactly. Yeah. All the way to the big reveal and being mm. confident and the confidence that comes. So we go sure. from break to confidence. That's what I love about your, your process. Mm. So That's let's it. do it. What's step one? Yeah, sure. So uh, just to, for, for your um, auditor to, to understand, so it's uh, six steps. Step one, break. Step two, assemble. Step three, wait. Step four, repair. Step five, reveal. And step six, sublimate. But we'll go through each of them. So the first step, uh, step one is break. Obviously, at the moment when you are uh, scattered on the floor, uh, something bad happened to you and you are under the shock. It's usually unexpected. It can be, uh, of course, a job problem, but it can also be an m- emotional problem. It can be a disease. It can be, you know, the beauty of Kinzigi that it talks about healing any kind of pain, uh, which whether it's physical or emotional. So this first step when you are broken, the moment when you are under the shock and you actually, at, the, at that point, you have to make a decision. Uh, a bit like the shogun uh, decided that this very specific ball uh, deserved to be repaired. The idea is here to take the decision. Yes, 
I have been broken because of this or, or this. But what should I decide? Should I decide that I, I have worth or not? Should I decide that this is worth putting effort and, and energy to under repair? Or should I just throw myself in the bin? Obviously, Kinzugi mm. is about hope, is about deciding that you have a value. And at this step, you don't know yet how much, how, how much it will cost, how long it will take. But you, you have this hope that you, yes, you want to gather your pieces. Uh, even if you don't know how. I love this, Celine. Let me tell you why I love this so much. Um, And for our our listeners, this is a big one because you said some things. You make a decision. I'm worth it. Or if you're a leader, you're worth it. And you you make that decision that we aren't just sweeping it out and throwing it away. I, I think that's so important because it's not the moment of break because everyone has things where something breaks. We all do. Zero mm. people get out of this life without a few bumps along the way, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so the idea of making a decision that I'm worth it or that you're worth it or there's value or this is just an important part of the process. Um, and and I, I love that because that mental decision, mm. I love how you said it. it. I don't know how long it'll take. It may, yeah, yeah. It may take a long time. It may take a little time. It may take multiple revisions. It may take one revision, but you make that decision that I'm worth being a work in process. Mm-hmm. No one's born perfect. We just become better every day, right? That's true. It's uh, Kinzig is about does this motto in Kinzig, which is uh, perfectly imperfect, and it's about uh, acceptance, acceptance of, of the situation. It's not about hiding the situation or lying about yourself or doing the ostrich. Uh, burying your head in the sand. It's about actually putting your head up uh, and and saying, uh, and actually it's about being confident in yourself uh, mm. and trusting in the process, uh, even if you don't have at this moment the visibility. Mm-hmm. Any tips on when you're in the break phase and you make that decision? So break isn't so much about, th- I mean, yes, the break matters, but the, the key part to me as I listen to you, Celine is that you use the break moment as a decision point. You're going to make that yeah. decision. Or am I, am exactly. I wrong on that? No, no, no. It's exactly this. It's this moment when you decide between going on the left or on the right, between putting, uh, be, um, I don't know the expression in English. In French, it means uh, um, putting your, um, your uh, arms down. Uh, it means uh, uh, it's about uh, deciding to to um, to um, roll your, your roll your sleeves, you know. Roll like, your sleeves, uh, yeah. Roll, yeah. exactly, yeah. I like don't, it. Don't don't uh, don't. Yeah, are you worth the bean or are you worth all the gold in the world? Actually, <laughs> no. I think this is so important because if you can, like, honestly, the rest of the kintsugi process doesn't happen if you don't have a good decision point, right? Of course, and when you when you know about kintsugi. Uh, you get hope, hope because you know that mm. uh, you will not have all the solution at the first step in the first step, but you know that you will get uh, you will get there someday. You know, uh, you will get to the six steps one day or another. And but uh, after we will go through the other steps. But at step one, it's about deciding, deciding that you are worth it. Yeah, thank you for making that s- such an important one. I for our leaders, I, I think that. 
in your in our one-on-ones and as we have our interactions on a very individualized basis. How important, let me ask you this, Celine, mm-hmm. how important mm-hmm. is it when someone has that break moment, how important is it to have someone in their corner that they know that they're there for them? Not, mm. you know, that you got someone in your corner that's there. Who cares yeah. that you had a break moment? I'm going to be one of the ones that helps you get mm. to step two, which we'll talk about in a second. Is it important to be someone in someone's corner when that happens? Uh, obviously, yes. But you know what, Rob? It's actually about step two, <laughs> what you just said. So let's it's go. perfect transition. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, the step two, the step two is actually called assemble. So imagine this moment when you actually gather your pieces. You are evaluating the the problem, like uh, looking like all the uh, jigsaw puzzle in three dimension uh, scattered on the floor. You decide to collect each of the pieces one by one, and then you evaluate the situation. Like uh, how broken is it? Uh, what is the exact situation? Are there are some pieces missing, for instance, uh, or too, too, too broken to be repaired uh, because like, it's like a powder. Um, so you, you just um, t- um, uh, take a look and then try to imagine what the repair will, will look, look like. And then uh, there's, uh, so the Kinjigi process actually uses at this moment the SABI which is a mixture of uh, flour and uh, lacquer and to assemble the pieces. But imagine that one piece might be missing. There's always a solution because in Kinjugi process, you can actually use a piece uh, coming from another object. For instance, uh, they use sometimes uh, a ceramic bowl and the piece missing, they use maybe turtle shell or something else. Uh, they mix two balls, for instance. And imagine how beautiful this is because uh, it's actually even more unique. It's even more beautiful for having been broken. And what you just said, Rob, uh, before about this uh, help that we usually need uh, when we are gathered on the floor and scattered into thousand pieces, um, this uh, assemble moment when you can actually uh, integrate in your repair the use of another shard uh, talks about this, about teamwork, about uh, getting help from the outside, about one plus one equals three, about um, that sometimes it's so much comforting and useful and quick to, to ask for help instead. Because, you know, when you're a sales leader, uh, you have, of course, your pride and you are, you are a, a lot alone in the process, along the process. Uh, you know, it's very individual. It's, it's, it's a bit lonely sometimes. And Kinzigi in this step, in step two, is here to remind us that there's no shame about uh, asking for help. And it actually creates even more interesting results sometimes. It gives us other ideas. It opens our minds. It broadens our spirits. I really love the idea of bringing in other pieces to the repair because... Now you're not saying um, the, the great thing about Kintsugi that we should make sure everyone knows is we're not putting it back exactly the way it was. That's we're bringing true. it back and it's a little different. It's a little mm. stronger. It's a little more beautiful, but it's different, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It's evolved. It's become something different and it's what we're becoming. It's not trying to go back to exactly what it was. It's becoming something that in a lot of ways is more desirable, and, mm-hmm. and those, those things can come from different places sometimes. And as 
leaders, we can do a good job trying to help bring some, maybe some new best practices or maybe some mm. new attitudes or maybe some new beliefs, right? That we start that's pasting true. these things in. And as we do that, we can help someone become something that's different, bigger, in many ways, better. And, and, and the place where you bring those things in, start defining something much more beautiful and much, much better. So I love that assemble. And like what you even said was visualize what you want it to look like. You can have mm-hmm. that repair look however you want it to look, right? Yeah. And the beauty is, is that there's always a solution. So again, it's about hope here too. It's mm-hmm. about, okay, even if one piece is missing, I can always think out of the box. I can uh, be creative. It's about creativity too. And I think uh, sales leaders need, of course, a lot of creativity in that job. And it's not always the same. It's not always the same every day. As you said before, this, um, this ball, when it's repaired, it's more unique. Uh, but um, it's, it's more beautiful. It's, about, it's more, much more creative. Imagine two balls, like you, are, you buy, for instance, balls uh, at Ikea. So okay. they're all the same process, one million pieces, all the same. You break these two balls. Of course, the cracks will be different. Uh, each ball becomes unique. And if you compare it with the, bo- with the same ball as broken, actually, the Kinzugi one will be much more interesting because it will uh, display his history and its process, and it will become uh, so much unique and original. And it's, a, of course, a good metaphor for all uh, the ideas that we experiment every day. Uh, and we, we gain, we gain uh, in a weird way, we gain from our ideas. All right. So first we break and then we mm-hmm. do the assemble process. And what I, sure. again, the, the metaphors are great. We acknowledge where we you know, haven't had the success we want. Then we visualize what success looks like. What are the mm-hmm. things that are missing? What do we want to get better at? What do we want to add to the picture? That mm-hmm. takes us to number three. What do we do next? Actually, we don't do anything on step three because we have to wait. <laughs> what are we waiting uh, for, Celine? <laughs> because the Kinzegi process, uh, as I said before, is based on this uh, mi- mixture of lacquer and flour. And it's, um, it's, it's uh, like... Um, of a very specific material, which takes a lot of time to dry. So we actually, in the Kinzigi process, we put the ball uh, in a special box that recreates the Japanese climate, uh, like um, uh, moist and hot, and so that the lacquer can dry. Uh, and it takes actually one week uh, for this, uh, this past to space to to dry and then uh, after one week you you can come oops sorry you can go on go on with the the rest of the process well let's sit on uh, the wait though like sometimes sometimes i think for our sales leaders we are driven by quotas you have to sell a certain Mm. amount or else companies yeah but so we aren't very patient and uh, and Mm -hmm. i love that part of your process is yeah stuff takes time right well, yeah. It, exa- yeah, because, you know, I, I'm actually the same. I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> and uh, for me, uh, for me, it was like uh, very painful to wait <laughs> because I, I'm used to have, to, you know, to put a lot of energy in the process and to get things done and to be efficient, a bit like this sales 
leader spirit. Uh, so when uh, I, I started the Kinjugi process, what I wanted is to have the final results immediately, like in one day or two, maybe two. But yeah. I realized that it takes actually up to six months <laughs> to make a Kinjugi. So for me, at the beginning, it was like a nightmare. Like, oh my God, I have to wait six months. What a, what a pain. But what is great about this wait part is that it, um, it tells you that there are no other solutions. If you rush things, it's counterproductive. Uh, for instance, if you've, got, if you've been um, wounded and you have a scar and you touch the scar too, too quick, of course, the, the wound w might open again, it might yep. uh, not heal. So it's the same, exactly the same with Kinjiki. If you rush the process, if you open the box too early, uh, the, you have to start the process from the beginning. You have to start again at step one. Uh, so Kinjiki is, is this ancient art which resonates in our modern lives. Like, because, you know, we, have, we are used to do everything so, so quickly. Like uh, we, we have a movie in one minute. We have a delivery of food in 10 minutes. <laughs> we yep. have a date in uh, one, uh, one hour. Uh, and uh, we are not used to wait anymore. And especially everything has accelerated with the Zoom meetings that, of course, the sales leader experiment a lot of these days. Uh, so we don't even have the waiting process that we used to have before just traveling. You know, Now it's like, nah, 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 nah. And Kinzegi is here to tell us that waiting is actually good. It's good to, you know, to reflect on yourself. It's good to ask yourself the good questions. It's good to, to take advantage of the moment, to be in the moment, to be in the now. Uh, it's about um, just being present. It's like the present of the present moment. So it's... Um, it's a, it can be painful when you are, don't have this kind of energy, this patient energy, but it's very good to, to learn how to, to be patient because in patients are a lot of presence. Ooh, that's a good nugget. In patients, there are a lot of presence. I like that. Um, I think that's, uh, that's a really, really important part of the whole Kitsugi process. Mm -mm. because we're, you are so right, Celine, you couldn't be more right. We are in a let's do it now world. Yeah. And, um, we do quick fixes all the time. Sure. sure. Yeah. And we make short-term decisions for short-term results. Mm. Very rarely do we do longer-term decisions for longer-term results. But if anything is worth making sure you're doing longer-term decisions, it's yourself, right? Mm -mm. And, and in uh, Kinjiki, you actually think in the longer term, because as I said before, this lacquer, it gets stronger and stronger over the time. So it means in a few months, it will get even stronger. In a few years, it will get even stronger. And some people say that if you throw again a Kinjiki ball, uh, it actually uh, won't break because the fault lines will have already been exposed. So in, in theory... If you break again a Kinjiki ball, it doesn't it doesn't break. And some people actually throw throw especially uh, on purpose the ball to to check that. So um, and of course, if it if it doesn't work and if a few breaks <laughs> appear, we can still go on with the Kinjiki process and it's still beautiful. So that's not a problem at all. But what I mean is that uh, yes, Kinjiki is about having um, a long uh, um, how you say a long view. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think that's a really big 
part of this whole thing is being patient, understanding mm. that, hey, you're going to come out good, but there's a process mm. here and yeah. you're worth it. You made that decision. You've yeah. assembled it. We figured out what we're going to have it look like. We've brought the different things mm. that we're going to work on. Now let's develop. It might be like for a salesperson, let's develop that skill, right? Mm, that's what it might exactly. be. Just because you want it doesn't mean you have it. You might have mm. to go develop that skill. You might mm. have to go become something different. You might have to continue to get more feedback, but let's work on this. Let's let you know, let's not let doing something right once yeah. say now this is the new normal. We have to take time to develop that. And I love yeah. that. So and you. it will be for good, you know, as, I, as it's not been rushed, it's not been in a short-term view. It's, it, so it will be very good and very solid. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I love this phase. And, and, uh, and, and I think that this phase, it, it, in life, I have to imagine, Celine, this might be one of the ones that you have to really advise people, don't forget mm -hmm. about the weight part, right? Don't That's forget true. about the weight part. Is, is that a mm -hmm. hard one for people sometimes? Well, it depends on your personality. Some people are obviously more patient than others. But I'm sure that in the sales leader, what uh, makes them leaders is that they've got this great energy and this great um, momentum. So obviously, it's not the, in general, it's not the, it's a bit like me. We are not the most patient people in the world. We are used to make, to put a lot of energy in things so that things move. Uh, so this patient phase in, in general is not the easiest one uh, when you have got a, this great energy. But so Kinjigi is here to, to tell us that it's actually good to be patient, <laughs> even if you're, especially I, I would say even if you're not patient, but it's actually, especially if you're not patient, but it's good to experiment. <laughs> especially if not, I like that. All right. We're making good time here. We're, we're, we're going to run out though. Sadly, mm -hmm. I, I knew this was going to happen after we've waited, whatever time mm -hmm. we need to wait, what mm -hmm. comes next? So the fourth step is repair. So in the Kinzigi process, what they use is they use this special lacquer to go no, for first. No, sorry. First, they send the sabi, you know, this mixture of lacquer and flour. It's a bit dry now. It's very solid, but it has a lot of, um, extra matter so this matter we send it and so that the line is very smooth so of course the metaphor here is to get rid of what is unnecessary uh, you have to 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 drop things to to you know some things sometimes slow you down you have to make choices and you have to get rid of the past and get rid of what is unnecessary um, putting you down and then on this uh, smooth line, then you cover it with two lacquers. First lacquer is a black, black layer of lacquer. So it's uh, as if you painted a varnish along each line. So yep. the br brown lines are now black. And they, it's actually um, a sealer. It makes the, the ball very watertight, very, very, you know, solid, even more solid. And again, you wait that it dries. Uh, of course, the metaphor here is about protection. It's about sometimes it's important to take the time to protect your assets and to, to take the time to, uh, I don't know, maybe 
put a patent on what you what you create or uh, to, to protect yourself from bad influences. But it's important for sometimes to 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 take the time because otherwise it might leak again. So mm. you see how the metaphor is very important here. Again, it's about taking the time. Um, and then after on this um, black line, you when it's dry, you put another line, which and this time it's red. Uh, so it, imagine it's the same a bit the same texture as the nail, nail polish, you know? So imagine the nail polish, it's a bit sticky, you know, you should touch it before it's dry. Okay. And uh, so imagine your vase is, or your bowl is now covered with beautiful red lines. Okay. And the metaphor, the metaphor here is about, uh, it's a bit like a, a blood, you know, like veins. It's a, and it's uh, about um, putting life back into uh, the, the repair. It's about saying oh, we are almost there. We are almost repaired. We we are ready to live again. So uh, about this, this moment when you you are almost there. The hope you are at the end of the tunnel. You know. I love it. And 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 so for the sales people, the the idea is that um, you know you. It's a, again about hope about. Uh, the idea that uh, even if you you have you have been broken a few steps before, now you are all, you are repaired. Actually, you are uh, re almost ready to show yourself to the world. I and love that everything is about mm -hmm. hope. You keep coming back yeah, to hope. That's I, true. It's a very hopeful metaphor. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm just I'm thinking about this right now because I have I get asked to speak and work with a lot of groups, Celine. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in the past, I was always, most of the time they wanted me to share like sales tips or tactics or leadership tips or tactics. Mm -hmm. Now everybody's asking me to talk about how to deal with what's on the inside, right? Mm -hmm. How do I deal with mindset stuff? How do I build belief? How do I overcome doubts? And mm -hmm. ultimately the word you keep using is we got to help create hope that what we're doing can get us someplace. I love, that's one of the things that's most beautiful about listening to you, mm -hmm. uh, Celine, is, is this, our job is to help people have hope because if you can help them hope for something that I can get what I want in life or I can find something better or more beautiful or more desirable and mm -hmm. I am worth it. I yeah. am worth it. I love exactly. that. Man, that's beautiful. Yeah, if there's no hope, well, without hope, there's no first step. There's no second step. There's no third step. It's uh, it's all the along the process. Uh, what I noticed is that the people who love Kinzigi metaphor are usually hopeful people and optimistic people. They are the this half uh, full type, uh, half full glass type of person, um, and uh, actually in general people who are already quite resilient, which who can see the the good side of every situation um, and sometimes people tell me okay but if, if people who love kinshiki are already resilient they actually don't need this guidance or this book or, or this uh, metaphor and my answer to that is that yes resilient people and i think there are a lot of resilient people among the sales leader because uh, all they are going through every day you, you need to be resilient and half glass person uh, alpha, uh, full, alpha gas, full person. But um, even if you are resilient already and positive and uh, I've got all this energy, it doesn't mean that you don't need help and hope. Actually, uh, if, if you are someone very optimistic, you still uh, can have, you know, 
um, some de depression or uh, um, bad days. And we still need um, to be helped, <laughs> even if we are yeah. very powerful people, you know. Uh, so uh, so my, this is my answer. Uh, even if you're already resilient, uh, you can need support. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so great. Let's let's keep moving because I want to get through mm -hmm. the process, and then I, sure. if I have time, I'll have a few more questions. We after have the two repair, more steps. Yeah. What's yeah, after repair? Yeah. So after repair, it's reveal. So this yeah. is actually the step we have been waiting for since the beginning of the process. Step one. Big we reveal. Can, yeah, when we can put the gold at last. So um, the technique. Uh, in reality, that on this beautiful red varnish, red pol uh, polish that we just described before, when it's still wet, we will actually uh, uh, sprinkle uh, gold dust directly into this red lacquer, and each particle of dust, of golden dust, uh, merges into the lacquer. And this is what creates this golden path, these golden lines, uh, which cover each line, each fault line. And Actually, when I met Kinjigi, I, I, I didn't understand what the, this process, I, I really thought that it was just uh, gold um, mel melted and, and, you know, which was um, sliding on the, on the cracks, but it's actually gold powder. And uh, of course, it's more neat. Uh, the Japanese people are very precise people. They love when things are very uh, well done. And it's uh, the fact that you put the golden power directly on the crack. It makes it very, uh, very clean. And of course, the metaphor is uh, here is about uh, this moment when you reveal the splendor of your uh, path. Um, because before it was brown and then black and then red. It's a bit like an alchemic process. There are a few steps to go through. But now it's gold. It's, it's golden. It's sparkling. It's beautiful. And it's about showing your worth. The worth that you believed in just in, in step one and two and three and four. Now you can, you are ready to show it to the world. You are ready to display it. Look at me. Look how, uh, how my path is unique. Look how strong I am now. Look how repaired I am. And look how, how unique in the world I am. So I love this. This is where we, this is a point where we say, we don't try to hide these flaws. Mm -hmm. We don't try to hide yeah. these scars. We celebrate them. Right. That, like, like you have some amazing, we, it's hard to do because we don't have time right now. And maybe we'll do another one. Uh, like the, these bowls, these Kintsugi bowls, it's these beautiful golden lines that make them so beautiful. Mm -hmm. By the way, they also help make it stronger. And, um, and I, as you know, I wear a pendant and all my sons wear the same pendant because we are united in the places mm -hmm. that we've had breaks, like in our family. And we've tried to make become stronger because of that. And so mm -hmm. I love that as you've gone through this process, maybe what was a weakness and in sales, maybe I wasn't a very good listener. Maybe I wasn't a very good prospector. Maybe I didn't have the business acumen. Maybe, 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 maybe. There's a million maybes, right? And yeah. we have gone through the process. We figured out what good looks like. We've gone through the work to develop that new skill. We've, we've believed in ourselves. We've mm -hmm. waited and had that become part of who we are now. Mm -hmm. uh, we've actually done the work to kind of sanded the rough spots off. Made yeah. us move, and now we pull it back and we don't hide where our journey was. We yeah. don't make excuses for where we come from. We just celebrate who we are. And that's what I think mm -hmm. is so beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's beautiful. It's, it's not that we were born perfect. It's that we've got ourselves better. And it's, yeah. 
such a and we learned and we learned so much during all this process because as you said as you described before all these waiting parts or all these mistakes or all these problems and faults it actually made us learn and now we are much better than we used to be beautiful thank you now i would i would have thought that the big reveal would be the end but it's not Actually, it is because there's a sixth step. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. done. Yeah, there's a sixth. What is it? I can't uh, wait. Yeah, I thought, I thought the fifth one at the beginning, initially, I thought the fifth one was the final one. Because yeah. The one when we put the gold. But actually, uh, I, I realized that there's six steps when we actually polish the gold because it's, uh, it's gold powder, but it's still a metal. And like any metal, you can actually burnish it, you can polish it. So they use this special tool to, to make each line, each crack uh, shine, you know, so that it's even more sparkling. And this step, uh, obviously, is very metaphorical too. It's very, um, it talks to our, our souls because it's about, um, step five was about look at my unicity, look at my... Uh, how unique I am, look at my worth. But step six is about displaying it. It's about making it shine so that people see it. Uh, it's about exhibit, um, exposure. Uh, exposure in, in a way like look at me, but also exposure in a very um, sensitive way. Like uh, you actually tell about your own audience. You, you can uh, tell people, I have had difficulties, but look at me. I am at step six. I am at step six, and I'm still there. I'm still. I have survived 100% of my worst ordeals up until yeah. now, and I'm still there. So, step six is about inspiring other people. It's about saying to people who are still at break at break at step one, look. You are you at this step one. You don't have any hope. You think you are worth. Uh, nothing. You think you should put yourself into the bin. No, look at me. I'm at, at step six and I have been all through all this process and I've survived. And I'm here to tell you that you will survive too. What a great finishing step. I like it. And what I love is you're not saying polish and the sublimate, polish it and say, look at me, look how great I am. I'm better no. than you. It's, no, it's not about pride. Pr yes, that's no. what I'm saying. I want to make that mm -hmm. really clear because that's the yeah. beautiful thing about it. It's mm -mm. this process was worth it. And mm -hmm. and it, 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 it serves as an opportunity to, I think, actually attract other people mm -hmm. that, that will benefit from going through a similar process. Cause maybe mm -hmm. some people don't have to make the same mistakes you made. Maybe exactly. some people can just, you know, say, I will do things differently as a result of what you've learned. And mm -hmm. I think that the Kintsugi process, if we wanted to wrap this up, cause we are coming up on the end here. I think that that last phase is what can help you be an elite outstanding leader is because mm -hmm. you've gone through these steps, you've become something mm -hmm. better. You've become something stronger. You've become something far more valuable. And, you know, and I think that's what leaders need to be able to share is their journey that helped them mm -hmm. become something. And I can help you become that too. Uh, that's why mm -hmm. I love it. I think it has everything to do with leadership. Yeah, exactly. And the best leaders are so inspiring. So it's about inspiration and transmission. It's what you do, actually. 
when you do your post podcast, you're you are about you. inspiration <laughs> and transmission. Well, we are we're, we're about out of time, and I knew the six steps would go. Uh, is there like is there like as you help people learn about kintsugi? Is there like one or two things you might say? Listen, if you're going to start trying to become stronger or better or have your your challenges make you more beautiful. Is there like one or two things you'd say, hey, as you're going on this journey, here's one or two things you want to keep your eyes open for. Is there a couple mm. things that really stand out to you? Mm. Well, what I recommend is that uh, people who have been interested in this process, they, they, they have two solutions. They can either uh, type Kinjigi and just watch a Kinjigi and, and let it melt into their heart and soul. Which is so what I did. <laughs> so that uh, they get inspired by by the picture, but they can also do uh, a kinjigi like um, uh, you know using uh, even you can do it with glue and golden uh, and golden mother of, of pearl. You don't have to use the actual material, but uh, the idea of doing even a, a fake kinjigi, a faux kinjigi, is very healing. And the fact so even either it's a visual or if with your hands, but I recommend that. To keep this metaphor alive in yourself, uh, you you do the, this process, watching or doing it, and then the next step, the next time you will unfortunately uh, be confronted to another ordeal or a, a, a problem in your life, then you just think about this picture uh, about Kinjigi, and you yeah you will tell to yourself, okay, I'm at step one, I don't know yet how long it will take, but I know that I will get one day to step six, because I have already done that during all my life. I have survived to everything that happened to me yet, and I will survive again. I love it. Really, really great advice. Uh, Celine, how do people get more of you? How do they connect to you? If they want to get your book, which I highly recommend, how do they do it? I mean, how can they learn more about you and, and your work? Well, I have um, my um, author web website and my uh, Esprit Kinjigi website. So, so I, I guess you will uh, put the handles somewhere. Yep. In I'll the, put it. In I'll put comments. it in the show notes. Yep, I'll put it in the show notes. You'll you mm -hmm. send it to me. I'll make sure. We'll make sure that that's there for everyone. Sure. So yeah, go to her mm -hmm. website. Um, you know, reach out. I, I would tell everyone. You know, the the work you do, Celine. Like, I, I want to thank you. I thank you personally already. I want to thank you again on the mm -hmm. show. Like the work you did have done has had a huge impact in the life of me and my family as we've gone through some our own versions of things that have broken, and mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's been inspiring. I, you know, my 21 year old son has told me one of the coolest things he's ever learned is when we had our little family kind of book club and we read your book and we wow. applied it. And he he told me last week, Dad, the Kintsugi stuff because that might be the coolest principle that I know about right now. Wow. And so <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. And when I was a college kid, I wasn't thinking about that kind of stuff. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. and, and so anyway, thank you. I want to thank you personally on behalf of our listeners. Any final thoughts uh, about Kintsugi and life and leadership that you might share? Just go live your life and put uh, golden dust on your path. <laughs> Boom. I love it. Celine Santini. She is helping people transform their lives through this message of hope and teaching people about how to build resiliency through this, this ancient, ancient uh, practice called Kintsugi. Go learn about Kintsugi. Go connect with, with Celine. And, and above all, right, make yourself come back stronger. 
do what she mm-hmm. said, sprinkle that golden powder into your lives and, and, and you'll find that you become far more capable, far more powerful, far more beautiful, and you make a much bigger impact on the world as a result. Celine, mm-hmm. it has been my honor to have you join our show. I am grateful for your work and, and, and I want to thank you for what you do and, and, and wish you nothing but great success and all you do from now on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you for everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another So What portion of the Sales Leadership Podcast, where we break down that interview and we ask ourselves, why did that conversation even matter? But first, I've got to thank my friends at Scipio for their ongoing support of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Texting is one of the last platforms where you can really differentiate how you engage your customers. There is no doubt in my mind that texting needs to be part of the modern sales process. I have several clients I'm working with that continue to tell me how important texting has become to their sales process. And as I've done this, I've dug into Scipio's product and I love it. Since I've started this partnership with Scipio, I've had several managers just tell me ongoing results from what's happened with the Scipio platform. The simplicity, the powerful features, the impact that comes when texting is done right. I'm telling you, it makes this tool a no-brainer for the modern salesperson. Listen, not all text messaging platforms are created equal. And if you're looking to engage more with your clients and you're also working to get more clients to your demos and discovery meetings, start using Scipio. Scipio's platform is the most powerful, most personal one I have ever seen. It's just that simple. I know the team personally. I know they'll give you an amazing experience. So take advantage of a free month with no strings, compliments of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Head to Scipio.com. Tell them I sent you by using the code ROB. That's R-O-B on the sign-up page. You're going to be blown away at how quickly the right texting platform can change the game for the members of your team. Now, this podcast is also brought to you by my company, the Jepson Performance Group. And if you're like most sales leaders and you've been left to figure out your leadership system on your own, then I want to talk to you. Because while there's no shortcuts to success, you can get there faster if you take the most direct route. And if you like the content of this podcast, do yourself a favor and check out Sales Leadership United. It's my community for sales leaders. Think of it like the Home Depot for sales leaders. It's got over 100 hours of training materials. It's got everything you need to create an elite sales leadership system. And if you've never had a coach in your corner, now is a great time to give it a try. I'm getting called for all kinds of reasons. People that are working on this end of year, they're working on their kickoff, they're new to their role, they've got a bigger uh, responsibility. I don't care what it is. I've probably sat in a chair very similar to the one you're sitting in right now, and I can help. So save your most precious resource, your time, because small improvements create disproportionate results in both sales and sales leadership. And if you can win just a little more, just a little faster, you'll create massive results. And if you want to find those small advantages that create massive results, then freaking hit me up. Let's go. Now, I have wanted to have Celine join me for quite a while. And I love that we are at the point right now, we just had Thanksgiving. As the show goes live, we've just come off of the Thanksgiving uh, celebration in the United States for 2021. We're entering the holiday time of 2021 right now. It's a time where people think a little differently. Well, we, we, we have a lot more gratitude in our hearts. We, we, we prioritize some different things. And we're very reflective. I became aware of the principle of Kintsugi close to two years ago as I was working through some really personal challenges that really had me wondering what my next move was going to be if I was going to move forward. 
And the concept of kintsugi, to make something more valuable, to make something more beautiful, to make something stronger and more capable than it was if it had never broken in the first place, that got my attention. And since then, I've really dove into the concept. I've read a ton about it. I've studied it a lot. And Celine's book is my favorite in terms of applying this concept to an individual's life. And, and so that's why I wanted to have her on this show so bad. So I want you to ask yourself a question. What happens when someone on your team has challenges that leaves them feeling cracked or broken or, or even worse, shattered? Because every one of us and the people that are on our teams have these challenges show up in lots of different ways. It can be mental health. It can be physical health. It can be performance to quota. It can be performance with customers, uh, the way you partner with your team members. Listen, it's a complex world and there's lots of changes happening fast. And as a result, people have struggled. And some of it's visible and most of it's not. And my experience has been that for any part of a person's struggle that you are able to see, the challenges they face run much, much deeper, similar to an iceberg. And what I mean by that is you're only seeing the tip. The bigger challenges run much deeper than you can even imagine, and you probably never will be introduced to them. So I hope that you'll take the time to learn a little bit about Kintsugi, because if you could become that kind of a leader that can help people become stronger as they work through things, rather than just survive these things, you're going to be legendary. You're going to have a massive impact. And so I hope you are willing to take a little time to learn about Kintsugi. I'm putting a link to a video in the show notes that will help you learn more about Kintsugi pretty quickly. But I want you to take from this that Kintsugi very literally means joined with gold. It's a beautiful concept for everybody. It's an awesome metaphor for anyone on the journey of becoming an elite sales leader because we work in a world filled with failure. If you have a 30% win rate, you're doing great. In our profession of sales, rejection is something that we deal with every single day. And I don't care how strong someone is, being surrounded by rejection can cause anyone to doubt themselves. So as a leader, what are you going to do with it? Well, go listen to Celine. I, I know that she has a bit of an accent, but she's beautiful and I love what she's talking about. And I hope you'll take the time to look at her work, you know, her six steps of joining with gold, you know, break, accept the break. Then you assemble, then you wait, then you repair, then you reveal, then you sublimate. I would use this process. Her book has some terrific insights that will help accelerate your journey and learning how to do these things. I mean, I've applied this book with my children. I made it required reading for all of them. We had a, a hour and a half conversation about how each would apply this in their lives. I'm telling you, it's worth doing. Um, here's why. Because when something breaks, there's usually three common responses. Number one is we ignore it. It happens most of the time because it's easy. Number two is we dump. We'll toss the person to the side. Or three, sometimes we try to fix. We can pick up the pieces and we can put them back together in a way that makes them stronger and more valuable. And just like it takes an expert to repair broken pottery, it takes an elite sales leader to apply Kintsugi to developing people. And if you're going to accept the role we have of intentional improvement, then my advice, learn how to do Kintsugi in the lives of people. Because our role is all about intentional improvement and your people are worth your effort and they are worth your investment. Kintsugi will change your approach and it will change your impact. It will help you help people become better, stronger, more valuable because of the things they work through, not in spite of those things. So Celine, I am thankful for you. I am thankful to have had Celine join me on this important episode. And yes, it is a different episode for sure. 
but I'm proud of it. And I hope that you took the time to check it out. I hope you'll look at some of the resources I put in the show notes. And Kintsugi has everything to do with being a leader who's a difference maker. So learn to embrace the lessons that come through mistakes. Each of us are all living Kintsugi because we're all better as a result of the times we've been broken and we're able to repair and move on. So Celine, my new friend, thank you so much for your work in bringing this art of Kintsugi to the lives of so many people. Thank you even more for joining me on this show to share your insights with so many sales leaders. We're now starting that holiday season. It's a time for joy. It's a time for gratitude. It's a time for reflection. It's a time for healing and moving forward. I appreciate Celine's work and I have shared it with many people. I hope you'll take the time to connect with Celine and add her work to your leadership blueprint because it will make a bigger difference than you might ever imagine. Thanks also to my friends at Scipio. If you haven't done so already, make sure you head over to Scipio.com and take advantage of their free 30-day trial by using their tool for yourself. Go to the sign-up link, enter the code ROB, and start communicating with your prospects the way they want to be communicated with. You'll get results faster than you may have ever thought possible. Finally, thanks to each of you, our listeners. Listen, if you like this episode, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. It goes a long way in helping me continue to get the best guests in the world on our show. But the best compliment you can ever give me is to share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Share the show with someone who needs to hear it, and then be elite. Live strong. Chase your passions. And don't worry. Just execute. Because we got you. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jetpg.com. That's rob at jeppg.com. And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner, you know where to find me.